This is Malfi B. Welcome to the Fuck What They Say podcast, episode eight. I think this is going to be my final episode of the season, but the good news is we're probably going to do another season. The topic of this week, it's going to be multiple things, but non-judgment, I would say it's going to be the continuous factor through each topic of conversation. And this is something that I've really had to learn what non-judgment even means. And I think that I think that non-judgment is kind of the answer for how we can really move forward as a society. We basically all of the labels and boxes that we put ourselves in are used to make other people feel comfortable. It's when they don't under when people don't understand something the way that we have to like label and identify ourselves, it's not for us, it's to make other people comfortable with the unknown and what they don't understand. And I just think that it's really stupid. I think that it's, I just think that it's something that is really unnecessary and often causes more shame and judging yourself by having to put yourself into boxes, whether it's your race, your religion, your sexuality, your gender, and it's just like all all of these areas of our identities are constantly evolving and growing and changing and adapting and there's just never going to be enough boxes to, to really show who you are and I think that I'm so sick. I'm so sick of everyone feeling like they need to fit into neat little boxes in order to feel seen. I think that non-judgment to me is basically just saying okay like I see you and accept you exactly as you are I don't need you don't need to check a box to tell me who you are for me to feel comfortable anymore it should just be like people can just show up exactly as they are we don't need to you don't need to explain yourself you don't need to say what your gender is or what your gender isn't um I was having this conversation with my dad, actually. I just got back from visiting my family in Boston and I hadn't been to where we would go in the summers in seven years. And it's just always interesting being around people that, um, people of different generations, people of different generations. My dad said something about non-binary and I was like, I could tell he just has no idea what that even means. So I basically looked at him and I was like, someone being non-binary is not a big deal. It's not like, and I say this with like, I know that people whose parents are in their 60s will understand where I'm coming from when I say this. And this is not meant to be judgmental or shameful to my dad. He just genuinely doesn't understand what being non-binary means. Um... So when you don't know what something means and it makes you uncomfortable and the, like the sentiments that the people around you feel is like just being uncomfortable with the unknown and the unfamiliar. So I just looked at him and I was like, yeah, I mean, we're headed, the people, the people that are 13 and below, we're going to have so many more people that are non-binary because gender expectations at this point are just so stupid and ridiculous and we just don't need them anymore. So I think that younger generations gen alpha is going to come there's going to be a lot more people that are that choose not to subscribe to the pre 
the pre the the gender expectations and stereotypes just why why make yourself fall into that and have to deal with that when and I, I, I know it's, it's, it's obviously deeper than that. Like, and I'm, I don't identify as non-binary, so I can't claim to fully know what the experience is as a non-binary person, but what it would feel like to me, and this is just my opinion, obviously, is that there's so many expectations when you're a male, when you're a female, and just so many different, like, stereotypes that you have to live up to or try to try to break the mold from and when you're non-binary you're kind of just like fuck all that i don't i don't choose to be to subscribe to any of that and i think that i think that it makes a lot of sense and i think that really i just i like people to be able to just be whoever the fuck they are and sometimes i forget that as a society that we're still so divided, we're so divided over issues that have been deemed political, but they're really just human rights. And for me, I think that the approach has to be teaching everyone non-judgment, non-judgment so that people can feel comfortable just being who they are and feel safe to be who they are and feel seen and valued as exactly as they are, not having to hide parts of themselves. It's just, we're, we're gonna live in a much better, if we can all kind of start practicing non-judgment, we can live in a world in which it's not so stressful to just be yourself. And I think that my parents' generation, they have not been able to really like fully live in all of their truths and especially like their parents. It's just everything, everything used to be so about like outward appearances, like keeping up appearances and like society's pressures and expectations and social status. And with that came so much judgment of like, you need to fit into what exactly what we want. And I really do think it's like mainstream media and TV and film, like those, that's where we we look to to see like what is the the American family supposed to look like? What is the American woman supposed to look like? How is she supposed to act? And I think that obviously we're so far, we've evolved so much further from what it used to be. Yet there are still people that I would say are, and I'm not. I I honestly I'm not. I wouldn't point fingers at like one political party. It's like we're divided we're standing so divided and that's what that's what keeps us it's like the people in with the most power benefit from everyone stay, staying divided and not being able to unify because when we're so worried and arguing about shit that just like at the end of the day end of the day doesn't really matter like whoever people's identities and choices with their bodies should that's that's their own prerogative it's really not up to debate from anybody else like that it the the it's like the minutiae we get caught up in the minutiae and we stay clashing when if we could all just kind of like come together and unify we would be able to solve so many issues in the world I mean I'm not say, saying they'd be solved right away but it would just help like our environment, just all of the issues, all of, not all of the issues, but 
I feel like a lot of our issues, non-judgment is literally the key. Non-judgment of what you do not understand and also taking the time. I think non-judgment also means taking the time to understand and listen and hear the perspective of, of someone or something that group of people that you do not understand. And I think that judgment really comes from wanting to either feel superior and meaning someone has to feel inferior or just a lack of education, really. It's a lack of education and understanding of what that experience is for that person in that group or identity that you don't understand. So yeah, I think that, and I think that that's kind of the approach and I, where I am existing, the current world that I exist in is in the brand marketing space and brand identity space. And I think that it's really, really, I really do feel that representation in media is how we move society forward. And I know I always say this, but I, I really want to be a leader in this space of how do we do this? And I think it's, it is education. It's education and conversations with the people that are in power within the major conglomerates and corporations are still run by old white men. And I'm not saying that I believe that through conversation and education, we can change the trajectory of where we're where we're headed or get get us to a place where people can feel seen heard and valued much quicker than where we currently are where we're just like clashing and butting heads and not able to see eye to eye on anything because we're just we just kind of are so quick to pass judgment and say oh like it's that group of people's opinion so like fuck that we don't we don't we don't we disagree with them and it's just all, it's all nonsense at the end of the day. Um, something else that I just kind of want to like dive into that has been affecting me and weighing heavily on me in the past like 24 hours, honestly, is gossip. I have kind of always been subject to gossip and people making up things about me and talking behind my back. And I know a lot of people go through this. It's not something I'm not alone in this. It's not a unique experience for me. Um, and I've always, I've always done my own thing. I've always, and even more so now, am I very comfortable, like standing in my power, standing in my truth and speaking, using my voice to, to share and express my experiences and opinions and advocate for what I care about and what I believe in. And I think that with that comes comes hate. I've, I've definitely had experienced a lot of hate online. Um, and apparently it's a hate in real life, but not directly to my face. Like I'm someone, I like to handle things really directly. If I have a problem with you, you're going to know. I handle it directly with you. I'm not going to beat around the bush. Like I tell, I tell it how it is. And I don't think anything's black and white ever, but there are certain things that, once I see someone's character and like it's something that I feel is so undeniably wrong, like their behavior and actions is so undeniably wrong and they're not doing anything 
they're not doing anything to fix it and they're very set in their ways, then I feel that I don't, I don't, it's not really worth a further conversation. Um, but I'm always open to conversation. I just think that that's how, like, I don't think all of my opinions are obviously not always right. Like, I may like to think so, but they're not because I always, there's always more for me to learn about things that can further either change, sway my opinion or like it just expand, expand my thoughts and my, my, my knowledge. So I had basically the building that I was burglarized in, um, there was a staff member that worked there that always was talking shit about other residences to other res residents, to me, as well as to other people. And it was just, the environment was very gossipy and very, t gossip is really low vibrational. It's really negative. It's really just not something that, it keeps you very stuck and stagnant. Like if you really want to be attuned with your higher self and like create your dream life, concerning yourself with gossip is not, not a recipe for success on that front. Um, but basically I was, when I was burglarized and I haven't talked that much about it cause it's really just been, it's something that like really affected me. And like, I was almost ashamed that it affected me so much. Cause it's kind of like the amount of people that have been burglarized or like broken, someone broke into their car, which is a burglary too. But the amount of people that have experienced it, like there's so many people that have experienced it, but it really did just like really cut deep for me. It went so deep for me and just like made me feel so unsafe in my own body and the amount of like PTSD and just like, I was terrified. I still am really scared at night. I'm scared walking around at night. I'm always kind of like paranoid. And, and I know, I know a lot of women feel that way regardless of having been burglarized. Um, and like, I've always kind of felt that way, but after getting burglarized, it was like times a million, like on such high alert. Um, but I have gone through extensive EMDR therapy to treat complex PTSD and it's been very, very helpful, but it's, it's intense and it's a commitment that I made because I, I was not mentally okay after getting burglarized. Like that's the lowest, that is the lowest I've ever felt um, mentally. And I just didn't feel, I felt like a shell of a human being and that's what trauma can do for people. And the way that the building handled it, it was the event itself was so traumatic, but the way the building handled it and basically gaslit me, manipulated me, threatened me, um, defamed my character and still is defaming my character is so upsetting. And so, and I want to like, not be reactive and like pouring my emotions out because I don't, I believe in not reacting and responding when you're volatile and emotional. Um, which I had when, after I got burglarized, like when I realized it happened, I did have to immediately talk with, um, some of the staff. And I definitely was like, I, I don't even, I can barely even remember what, what was happening because I just completely dissociated and was removed from my body and remained removed from my body. Cause I was in extreme fight or flight mode for a solid, for at least a solid week after, if not, if I'm being very honest months, like months after 
I was thinking about, so this happened last, it was July 31st, so it's been a little over a year. The entire, like, August, the entire August, I don't remember, like, what I did. I don't even know. I was barely, barely functioning, barely fu functioning at a very low level mentally. Um, but just, I still had to keep going through the motions. I have a business to run. Um, and I, I, it was almost like I just needed to like keep going through the motions to, to just, to just survive. And then there came a point where I was like, okay, I'm now surviving and I feel a little bit more centered. So now I need to deal with the aftermath of this trauma. And that is when I started EMDR therapy in the spring. Um, and now I'm like, I have, I'm still doing EMDR therapy every two weeks. Um, and I just got a call basically saying, um, that one of the staff members has been consistently gossiping about me saying that I'm crazy, that I admitted to making up being burglarized because I wanted to get a rent reduction like, or get free rent. Literally my move cost five months of rent at my building, that building that I lived in. Also not to mention that building literally is advertised and marketed as like the one of the most, in the, the price it costs is one of the most luxurious high-end residential buildings in LA um, and advertises 24-hour security and just everything that they pretended and presented to be. Everything, the re I was so excited to move in there and it ended up becoming my worst nightmare. Like I've never, the fact that I'm still having to deal with the effects of it. And I guess it's like, I am gonna, PTSD doesn't go away. You just learn how to manage. You learn how to manage it. And it just, I have been having a really hard time. Like I kind of started picturing all these like people that I knew in the building coming together and like laughing about me being like, she's crazy. We always knew she was crazy. Like her, meh, meh, meh. like she wants attention. And like all the things that, are so untrue and so far from like, I really pride myself on being, being who I am and just like what you see is what you get. And because I, I think that it's, it's exhausting trying to be something you're not. Um, and it, it's just really hurtful. It's really hurtful when you kind of think of like all these people that are fake nice to your face that then like are so quick to turn your, their back on you because it's a group thing. You have one person that's leading the path. That's like this negative malicious person because they're so unhappy and miserable with themselves. So they resort to gossiping and talking about other people to make themselves feel better about themselves. And there's those kinds of people oftentimes don't want to, they don't want to look at themselves. They don't want to change like that. They stay, they stay in that and they're really only hurting themselves. They keep themselves stuck in a pattern of just negativity and low vibrational shit in which they're not going to experience joy and passion and happiness and all the amazing feelings that come along with working on yourself and really like interest being introspective and it's just like gossip is really I didn't think that 
I like thought I had kind of moved on from the situation and that I had like I've been actively working on healing from the situation but then to hear that it just like brought it back up and made me feel so like like shitty just shitty about myself and I'm not gonna let myself stew in that feeling for too long something that I was talking with my friend who basically you I think I have like the tendency to try to avoid feeling the negative feelings that I know are coming up because I'm like ooh, I don't want to feel it like I know I shouldn't be feeling this but we can't you can't be happy all the time you can't be happy all the time so I let myself go into it a bit and then something really positive happened that like changed my entire mood and my mindset this um my florist gave me free flowers and there was like a special one they were all red and there was one orange in the bouquet and he just he gave it to me and I had been eyeing it and he was like have it so it just that was kind of like my reminder and I, I really believe in signs from the universe and I'm just very tapped in with like communicating from from the universe listening to the signs from the universe and that was just a reminder there are some some amazing people that have really good hearts that care about other people and though the there are enough amazing people to lessen the shitty negative gossiping low vibrational judgmental i think there are enough people that care about the well-being of others that we can all kind of come together and hopefully really make make this make it you know what it's like I also think that the people that are gossiping like they need to feel safe to be seen like their darkness we often feel like we need to hide our darkness. Um, and I think the people that gossip the most probably do have a lot. We all, we all have light and dark within us. The people that are gossiping the most, they have this darkness that they hide, but then it just like festers throughout their entire body. And I think that we need to practice non-judgment towards those people too, because they're wounded, they're hurting, they've been through trauma, they, they need, they need grace. They need just as much grace as someone who is actively working on themselves and has gone into their trauma. It's like not like no one's better than anybody. No one's above anybody. Although the gossiping and the negativity and just hurtful words, yeah, it does hurt, but it's still like I, I still believe that those people deserve love. They deserve love and they deserve they deserve a chance to 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 change and i mean i sometimes i i'm not going to be around for that journey for them i'm not going to hold their hand through that journey because it can weigh too heavily on me when i'm giving energy to people that that just take and aren't willing and don't want to try to change and evolve but i still think that I don't know. I don't think there's good. I don't think that there are good or bad people. I think that we're all humans and all deserve the same chance at feeling loved and being seen and being appreciated and just like given given the the energy that that maybe you didn't get when you were growing up and like everyone everyone's been through something that you don't know you don't know about and everyone's struggling with something that let's say I don't know whatever that quote is everyone's struggling with something that 
you don't see because it's happening behind closed doors and you're never going to know. So I, I just think non-judgment is, is key. Non-judgment is so, can really pave the way for, for helping everybody be comfortable being themselves. So that's it. We'll see you next season.